0: Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 566 for the 20 seconds of Sivan in a regular year. So knowledge, learning. It's really an amazing thing if you think about it, the process whereby we learn things and we gain new knowledge, we acquire new knowledge, and we expand our minds. This might sound like really commonsensical, but it's really, really quite, quite deep if you think about it. Think about these podcasts that you listen to, for example. So. While you have a rational mind, you all have a, you have an intellect that you're born with. You have the capacity to learn. You have the capacity within you to understand and, and, and know pretty much every single thing in reality. Like your, your ability to understand and know things is infinite. Theoretically, there's nothing that's beyond your grasp of understanding. However, in order for you to actually understand something or to actually know something, you need to learn about it, right? So whether it's from this podcast or whether it's something else in your life, I want you to take a moment and think about something that you recently learned that you didn't know before, something that was new to you, something that you gained in your in your knowledge. Whatever, in whatever capacity, whatever subject, whatever it is. So think about the fact that th- there was a time before you knew that, and then there was a time after you knew that, and how your brain was different, and how you were different as a result of this knowledge that you had. So it's really amazing, right? It's We're constantly gaining in our knowledge. We're constantly expanding our knowledge. Why am I bringing this up? Because when it comes to God, and when it comes to what God knows, it's actually entirely different and this is what makes the knowledge of what what makes god's knowledge so profoundly different than our knowledge and what makes the facts that when we talk about god's knowledge when we talk about god as the knower of all things this is actually something that we absolutely cannot relate to so we can talk about god in this sense of knowing and we can speak about it, we can learn about it, like the way that we learn any other subject, but we can never truly understand it. Because the way that God knows something is so vastly different than the way that we know things, in the sense that God is never gaining in his knowledge the way that we are. There's never a time when God does not know something, and then he learns it, and then he gains in his knowledge. God's knowledge, unlike our own, is intrinsic to who he is. God at all times and in every place and in every moment knows everything. And he is the knower. He is the known. He is the knowledge, as the Ramam says. Versus for us, any knowledge that we have is going to be somewhat outside of ourselves, even though this knowledge could then become a part of who we are and becomes part of our rational soul, it's still being acquired from the outside. So that is the subject of today. So it's, today is really all about this contrast between human knowledge and God's knowledge and how when we learn about God's knowledge God as the knower this is something which is really outside of our purview of understanding and it's something that while we can learn about it in this way of like knowing that it exists ultimately it's something that at some point we have to just kind of accept on faith and this is what's really interesting about the idea of faith in general in Judaism and in Kabbalistic and Hasidic thought and in particular is that when we talk about faith we we talk about faith namely as being a faith that's above intellect as opposed to a faith that's below intellect So when we say that we just believe something that we accept it on faith this doesn't mean that it's something that's sub-rational that it's something that like we just feel it feels like the right thing to us but we can't really explain it it's actually a type of faith that's super rational it's it's a type of faith where we expand our rationality we expand our intel- intellects to their utmost extent and then at a certain point we kind of humbly accept the fact that our intellects can only take us so far and that there's something that's beyond that and this is a level of faith at which which we accept the fact that god is this all-encompassing knower and knowledge and so let's get straight into the text. And today we're going to be continuing with chapter seven of Shari Chavamuna. I think I erroneously said yesterday that we'd be we'd be concluding this chapter. We're not concluding the chapter. I think the reason why, why I thought that is we're ending like a paragraph in this chapter. So it's a pretty long chapter actually. So uh, today we're still just right in the middle of this chapter of seven, ending the first section of. Chapter 7, I guess you could say, of Sharia Chud B'amunah. So here we go. So the altar begins, and he says that with everything that we've learned so far, we can come to understand this concept of Ani Havaya Loshiniti. What is Ani Havaya Loshiniti? This is actually a verse from Malachi, chapter 3, verse 6, which literally means, And I, God, did not change. Which, what does this mean? This means to say that there is absolutely no change in God at all, whether we're talking about him before the creation of the world and after the creation of the world. And then the ultra uh quotes, cites here from the brachos that we say, et etc. So basically, same idea so basically it's it's the same idea that we say in prayer we say that you were here before the world was created and also after the world was created so there's absolutely no change in god when we talk about the creation of the world nothing changed in god whether we're talking about god before or after and there was absolutely no change in god's being at all and not even in his knowledge in god's das because in God's self-knowledge, in God knowing himself, he actually knows all of creation. He knows all the created beings. Why? Because everything comes from him and everything is nullified to him. As the Rambam of blessed memory explains, that he is the knower, he is the known, and he is the knowledge itself. All are one. So this is a very uh, famous citation from the Rambam, which in Hebrew is hu Hayodeh." that's he is the knower, hu hayedua, he is the known hua de atma that he is the knowledge itself so what does this mean exactly that God is all three of these things this is something that actually we can't like we can't actually articulate it with our mouths. and it's not within our capacity to be able to understand it with our ears to hear it with our ears and not um and not within our heart to really be able to 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 understand this clearly because God his whole being in essence and his knowledge they are all one with him. There's no they're they're all formed in this like one unity. And his, God's knowledge is not something supplemental to who he is. unlike with man, and this is what we talked about in the introduction, when we talk about man, when we talk about the the idea of there's a person and then there's the knowledge that the person has, so this knowledge that the person has, like there's Sareed, there's what i there's who I am, and then there's what I know. And, what, and that which I know is separate from who I am. It's not the same thing as who I am, right? Because when a person goes and learns something new, like we're constantly new, learning new things as human beings, then nevertheless, even though we already had a rational mind within ourselves, like we already have a nefesh shikh, shikhlit, it's called in Hebrew, like a, a rational mind, like we have the capacity to understand all things in the world, even before we studied it after studying it this knowledge be- gets added to our soul so we are getting something new through learning stuff right and to illustrate this the ultra right now brings a citation from Eov chapter 32 verse 7 where it says <laughs> which literally means days speak, And a multitude of years teach wisdom. So meaning to say that, like, that's a poetic way of saying that, like, throughout our lives, we're constantly learning new things all day long, right? We're constantly accumulating knowledge. So thus, if we see that we're constantly accumulating knowledge, we can't say that our knowledge is, like, Um, One with us in this way of simple unity, but rather it's more of like a composite kind of unity. Like, yes, these things that we learn become one with us, but we're gaining new knowledge from the outside. And the knowledge is something that's outside of us that we're gaining and that we're adding to ourselves. Which by contrast, when we talk about God, God is simple unity. God is what's called pashut* in Hebrew, which is not made up of composites. It's not like that there's God and then he knows this and he knows this and he knows that. And it's like, you know, a lot of there's a element of plurality to it, but rather God is. We must understand, we must conclude, like, a, like rationally speaking, like, we must deduce from this, that God's essence and being and his knowledge, they're all one and the same, without anything that is, without any kind of composite. Because again, like, we have to keep remembering that there is nothing aside from God. Like, for us, there's... Us, there's who we are, and then there's the knowledge that we had obtain from the outside, which is not us. We did not create this knowledge. So it's like, let's say here I am learning Tanya along with you guys. There's me, and then there's the Tanya. The Tanya is outside of me. I didn't create that Tanya. Versus for God, He created everything. There's nothing outside of Him. So thus, His knowledge is one and the same with Him completely. And then the epic goes on, and then he says, "So thus we can see that just like it is impossible for any created being to be able to understand the essence and the being of the Creator, thus it's impossible for us to understand God's knowledge. So all we can do, so so because God's knowledge is one and essentially one with Him and unified with Him, just like we can't understand God in." an essential level, we also can't understand his knowledge. But rather, we have to just accept this with a type of faith, with with emunah, which is above reason, which is above understanding that God is unified and one and his knowledge and together with his knowledge, and they're all one in the same with the knowledge of himself. Like any knowledge that God has is just a form of self-knowledge because everything is essentially just a manifestation of god so this is why god is able to know everything in creation uh, whether we're talking about like the really higher beings and the or the or the lower beings to the point of even the smallest worm that's in the sea or uh, the smallest mosquito which is found in the center of the earth nothing is concealed from god because everything in the world is known to god in this way that's really intrinsic to who he is and this type of knowledge does not add anything to God. It doesn't add any kind of composite to God because all it is, again, is just self-knowledge. It's just him understanding himself because everything is the same. So it's kind of like, I mean, I guess maybe like a good way to understand this is like if we think about our own self-knowledge, if we think about our own, like sense of self and things that we know about ourselves. The things that we intrinsically know about ourselves, like we just know them. It's not something that we have to learn. It's not like anybody had to teach us like different things about ourselves. It's it's things that we just know from the inside. But for God, this type of self-knowledge is much much grander and much wider in scope than our own self-knowledge because the entire world is contained within him like there is nothing apart from him and even for ourselves like when we talk about our own self-knowledge how much do we really know ourselves really you know how much of our own self-knowledge often does come as a result of growing and learning and taking in feedback from the outside versus for God this is why it's something that's really so foreign to us it's not something we can essentially relate to his self-knowledge is pure and true like there is no there's nothing God can learn there's nothing anybody can teach god and so says the altar i that the that since this is so difficult for us to be able to form a picture of in our in our minds to, uh, to illustrate in our minds this is why the prophet uh, said and this is ishayahu is the prophet uh, that the altar was dis- speaking about here and this is taken from ishayahu chapter 55 verse 9 where it says <laughs> which literally means that just as the heavens are so much higher than the earth so are god's ways so much and god's thoughts so much greater than god's than our ways and our thoughts and also, another verse that the altar brings here from Eov this time, chapter 11, verse 17, where it says, meaning, can you really find God through searching for him? Like, it's it's a it's a rhetorical statement, meaning to say that, no, you cannot. Like, even the most, um, the, as much as we try to search for God, we're not going to find God. And then here, another Citation from Iov, chapter 10, verse 4, where it says, Which means, have you seen eyes of flesh, and do you see as man sees? So, again, this idea of like basically really illustrating the point that the way that God sees, the way that God knows is not the way that we know. So as much as we can try to anthropomorphize God, at the end of the day, there's something very essentially different about God, that God is very different than us. And it's really important for us to recognize that, to recognize that no matter how much we try, we will never be able to understand God. And then... And the ultra goes on and he says, because when we see things, and what he so he's elaborating on this a little bit. So he says, When when a man, when humans see things or understand things, then we see and understand things that are outside of ourselves. Like we see that car outside. We understand something that we learned in a book. But for God, all of this is self-knowledge, because again, everything is contained with him him. And then the ultraverse says, up until here, this is all the this is all the teachings of uh of the rambam and then he says in brackets he says look there in Hilchos, Hilchot yesudea torah this is uh from the first part of the mishnah torah of the rambam is called, called Hilchot torah, the, the halachos the laws of the foundations of the torah and this is where the rambam really talks about this about how god is the knower the known and the knowledge and the altar says that the 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 sages of Kabbalah agreed with him, as was explained in the Pardes of the Ramak of Blessed Memory. So that's the end of the section. So just in conclusion, the main point that we're trying to bring out here is just really teaching us how different God's knowledge is than our knowledge and how for us, for human beings, anything that we know is outside of ourselves. We're learning new things all the time. And even though we were born with this innate capacity for knowledge and this innate ability to uh, in theory, know everything in the world, know an infinite number of things, in order to actually have that knowledge become one with us, it it's coming from the outside versus when it comes to God and God's knowledge. God's knowledge is intrinsic to him and there's nothing that can be taught to him from the outside because everything truly is coming from him. There's nothing aside from him. Nothing has any existence of its own other than him. And this is why God uh, sees everything, knows everything. There's nothing, nothing outside of his knowledge. And this... This type of understanding of like this, the knowledge of God and how this knowledge of God is one with God, as much as we can talk about it, it's not something we can truly understand because it's impossible for us to really relate to it. So this is an example of a type of thing that we accept on faith. Again, not a type of faith that's below intellect. It's not like, oh, it just feels right. So we're going to accept it. It's something where we stretch the limits of our intellect to, to the end. And then we say, okay, up until here, this is what I can understand. And now I'm going to take that leap of faith that's above intellect, because I, I humbly acknowledge that this is something my intellect can never comprehend, can never relate to. So that is it for today. And we will continue with this chapter tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the it is top podcast hosted by sarit twitter this podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather abraham yitzhak ben benyaminah cohen of blessed memory music by shoshana if you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show please share it with others and subscribe on youtube apple itunes spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to leave us a five-star review